Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Here on the podcast, we talk about the story behind the story. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part two, scene 16. In this episode, Allison shares some of her deepest fears and some of her deepest dreams. By the end of this scene, we'll love Allison even more than we already do. We'll spend about four minutes reading. Afterward, I'll share what happened when I couldn't ask Allison some of the questions I wanted to. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd Part 2, Scene 16 When the setting sun angled through the cabin's west-facing windows, Allison saved her work, packed up her laptop, turned off the desk lamp, and closed up the cabin. As she walked back to her house, she hummed. An afternoon spent this way was so refreshing. She could handle anything now. Another fiber supplement? Bring it on. More spilled orange juice? No problemo. One more cheese head in the television room? Go team. Although, if she saw Aunt Shasta sneaking Ralph out the back kitchen door one more morning this week, she might lose it. Seriously, Aunt Shasta and Ralph? If she ever got together with someone again, she sure wasn't going to sneak him around. And next time, if there ever was a next time, she was going to make Double Dog sure she was interesting enough. She could just picture it. Her at a formal gathering celebrating her latest musical success. Him, handsome and fascinated by her. He would have been waiting for an introduction to the intriguing Allison Theodore. She wouldn't have time to fit him in, but eventually he'd win her over with his persistent adoration. The only problem was, then she'd have to figure out how to stay interesting enough for him. Next time around, it wasn't going to fall apart like it did when she and Tank returned home from her second in vitro fertilization treatment. Tank had said it the moment they walked in the door. The very moment they walked in. Allison, you're not interesting anymore. As if he were changing brands of breakfast cereal. She dropped the car keys in the bowl on the entry table like she always did, and just like that, she wasn't interesting anymore. So far, she hadn't been interesting enough for anyone else, unless you counted the ants, and unless you counted Virgil. But just because Virgil had almost kissed her didn't mean he thought she was interesting. It was just one of those perfect storm kind of things. Virgil had come back to the cabin early. The market had run out of credit card machine tape and the two of them got to talking. Probably it was Virgil asking questions. And then they stopped talking, for whatever reason they did. And Virgil was looking at her, and she thought, oh boy, here we go. But then Virgil remembered he needed to bring red pens back to the market with the credit card machine tape. And thanks to Virgil not making a big deal about the almost kiss, she was free to keep using the cabin as long as she skedaddled home before the market closed, because if anything like that ever did happen between her and Virgil, she'd have to find another place to write music. 
and at the rate things were going at her house, she might as well find another place to live, too, if she wanted to keep her sanity. Maybe she could join the commune and leave the house to the ants. No, she wouldn't fit in at the commune. Too young. If she ever got together with someone again, and the odds of that were dwindling since even Virgil wasn't interested enough to follow through with a kiss, she wasn't going to sneak the guy around like Aunt Shasta was doing with Ralph. And she was going to stay interesting enough to keep the guy. She'd be such a famous songwriter, he'd never want to leave her. Anyway, it didn't matter about Virgil. The almost kiss had happened before she'd seen his grocery stockroom. The moment she laid eyes on all that inventory stashed helter-skelter any old which way, she'd known she and Virgil could never have a future together. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 2, Scene 16. Back in Part 1, Scene 7, Allison made an interesting comment about Virgil. On the first morning after her aunts arrived, Allison went to Virgil's market for breakfast ingredients. And she said she was glad Virgil was nowhere to be seen because the last thing she needed at that moment was Virgil asking her a bunch of questions. When I wrote that scene, I so wanted to ask Allison why Virgil and his questions would be unwelcome. Was it the questions themselves? Was it the man behind the questions? Allison, what else can you tell me about this Virgil character? But I couldn't ask any of those questions without being rude, because Allison had just said she didn't want to answer a bunch of questions. Now, we're seeing Virgil do all kinds of thoughtful things for Allison, and there's been an almost kiss? Hmm. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be the first to read new installments of the Ren Island series, and you'll be included in a bunch of other fun stuff too, like real-time, behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.